Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jay Helms, and I'm the founder of this podcast and movement known as the W2 Capitalist. Today's episode, we check back in with Bryce, uh, who is our gold mining mechanic. And shocker, uh, we're probably going to have to change the episode because uh, he is moving out of Alaska. He sold all his tools, he sold his car, and he's coming back down to the to the uh, continuous 48 to uh, number one, he's going to go to Jake and Gino's community or boot camp. He's talked to a couple guys who are involved in that community, and he's excited about learning about multifamily. Uh, and then he's going off to um, to Utah to start a new job with a couple of guys. Uh, that, that something he's been doing for a while, basically demolition derby. Uh, I'll link to their um, their website sterndirtracing.com. Uh, that they've got a lot of things going on, pretty exciting stuff. If you've never been to a demolition derby, they're, they're pretty awesome. I've been to one when I was probably, uh, when I was real young. Uh, and I apologize for this intro. I know I'm saying, um, a lot and you can hear the tiredness in my voice, but I did wake up late this morning and we're going through that transitional period of, of getting used to three, three kids under four in the house. And, and if, um, I don't know how long that transitional period is going to last, but it's it's uh, it's been an adjustment for us. And and but we're gonna get we're gonna get there. Uh, main thing is I, I haven't had my all my coffee this morning, so I apologize for that. But in this episode with Bryce, we unpack a lot of stuff. I've loved talking to him. I love how he talked about just jumping off the edge and going uh, to the next next thing, which is what he's doing. Um, and I've noticed that I, I I talk about coffee a lot. I think I need to pick up a coffee sponsor for the show. So if y'all have anybody, know anybody who uh, is connected with some really good coffee. Now, I don't want this shitty stuff that you can get for like a dime a piece off of Amazon. The really good coffee. Uh, what I'm drinking right now, it's, it's uh, a version of McDonald's McCafe stuff. It's something I'm putting the Keurig real quick. Uh, and it comes actually mixed with... The creamer and sugar, it's a, it's a caramel macchiato or whatnot. Tastes really good, but um, yeah, I would love to have a coffee sponsor for, for the show. So if you know anybody, uh, can, you can connect me connect with me. Come on, coffee kick in. You connect with me at helmsrei.com. Uh, there's a contact us there. There's also one at our homepage on w2capitalist.com, or you can just send me an email at j at helmsrei.com. But for now, let's get to work. You are a W-2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. How are you? Look at us being twins. I love it. <laughs> I uh I'm good man. I, I uh, slept through my alarm this morning, but thank God my wife was going off and somehow that woke me up. So 
<laughs> I just have my, I just have my first sip of coffee, so I'm good. I'm getting there. <laughs> How are you? Good. How do you? It's been a while. Sorry, brother. Things have been wild. Yeah. Uh, I was looking back at my notes, man. It's been, uh, it's been over a month. I think so. Um, but it's cool because you know we, I had a baby since last time we talked, and. It's uh, it's been an adjustment. So <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Yes, I love it. What do you think of the shirt, Guffy? It is probably the most comfortable shirt I own. Um, but uh, the negative ion thing, I, I'm not feeling it. I don't know. Okay. But it's one of the most comfortable t-shirts I own. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was more flattering for my dad bod, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Hey, fill, it out. <laughs> fill it out i do that's right <laughs> i love it so what's been going on with you man i saw yeah. your message the other day uh and i apologize i didn't even respond i just realized i didn't respond dude uh, no problem i'm uh, my work schedule just been messed up or whatnot i'm like ah, i wonder what the hell jay's doing because i see yeah. he signed up another place yeah yeah so um it's the afternoons, uh, evenings. It's really hard for me to get on a call because I, hear uh, I get home from work. Um, I'm not as mentally exhausted as I usually am right now, but the, the kids are just, they're excited mm-hmm. that daddy's home and they, uh, they're a little rambunctious. So for any, play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. So uh, it's been good, it's been good. It. but yeah, I, I, I sorry, I, I shouldn't have uh, ignored you like that. I should have responded and said, "Hey, let's just let's catch up." But so my bad. no, 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 absolutely. Like I'm, I'm always a sucker for a conversation any time of the day. <laughs> I'm up here all alone. Well, actually, I'm not anymore. I'm leaving today. So, are you really? Yeah. So things have been going kind of crazy. Oh, dude, you have no idea. It's been nuts. Tell me. So, Tell me. What's going so on? So I joined the, the Jay Gino community. Okay. Um, did you talk to uh, Gwaith, by the way? Yes. Yep, okay. I did. Good. Um, we're yeah. actually meeting up tomorrow down in Atlanta. Nice. Um, nice. They have their, uh, what do what they call Their buy right boot camp is what I'm going okay. to down in Atlanta. And uh, so we're all meeting up down there. Super excited about that. Um, so I'm going to go spend two days there, spend – a week in my fly to Texas, spend a couple of days with Jessica in Texas, fly to Montana for about a week. And then I'm headed to Utah to help promote some more for Stern Dirt. Um, wow. Big thing. Yeah. A lot, lot of things happen. A lot of things. No. All right. So Texas is the woman, right? That's your. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. Um, wow. Yeah. So, all right. So let's unpack that a little bit. So Jack, uh, Jack, Jake and Gino, you can tell the coffee had kicked in by the way, I, I totally, uh, I'm a big proponent of the miracle morning today. I just it totally, sucks. I it totally, sometimes. I totally whiffed on mine. I, <laughs> I literally rolled out of the bed five minutes ago. <laughs> Dude, same here. I'm actually, I'm looking forward to getting on a schedule where I can start doing the miracle morning or some variation of that consistently yeah. without flopping back and forth. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm looking. For. It's okay to miss, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, um, 
just don't make it a habit, right? So one of the things I love to say is progress is greater than perfection, but. No, absolutely. Uh, all right, so Jake and Gino, you, mm-hmm. uh, you found those guys. Uh, you Cut. Through you, through, actually, I think through you, because I think I listened to them on your podcast. Okay. And then I went back, listened to a couple, one of their bigger, I think they've been on the bigger pockets once or twice. Yep. Listen to that, started listening listening to their podcast and then um yeah the wheelbarrow profits yeah yeah really like that really like that podcast gino's just a uh i've talked to him before um like you said like you mentioned he he uh during that interview he's he just seemed like one of the most authentic guys that's what i got too yeah and that i've talked to so i really like that about him i mean it was literally mm -hmm. he and i were just sitting down talking i mean it was it was very he was not trying to sell me anything or anything like that. So that's, that's awesome. You're going to Atlanta, man. Um, I think he, no, he invited me to this thing they're having in Orlando. Um, in October, in October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if I, we'll see if I get to go to that. I, I was just invited to Hawaii to do it too, uh, to a thing too. And I'm like, um, I, make it big, make it big. I, I like it. I uh, I would love to, but I uh, just started a new job, and uh, there's no way I'm leaving the family behind to go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Your so, wife wouldn't like pictures. No, no, not at all. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty good salesman, but there's no way in hell I'd be able to sell that. And I would love. What I'd like to do is be able to take take everybody, you know, because we've never been. Yep. But um, with a newborn who's, you know, a month old, I, w- I would have to uh, question our sanity if we did that. So, yeah, that would be a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who, who's putting the, sh- who's putting the deal on in uh, Hawaii? Uh, Brandon Turner. Oh, okay. Right on. Bigger that would be fun. Yeah. And it was a very, it looked like a very small uh, group. I think it was limited to like 20 people. So it was, it looked oh, wow. like it was a, a very intimate time with the, the beardy Brandon as he, as he's branding himself. So, um, I told him I, I definitely consider me for the next one, but I got to mm-hmm. get a little bit more, uh, a little more time at the new job and, and, uh, get this, get these babies a little bit older before we make that trip. <laughs> Could wow. you, imagine? <laughs> Could uh, you imagine flying to Hawaii? From you'd, you'd be that person that from Florida hates giving the stink guy with a crying baby <laughs> on a plane. Well, it wouldn't be one; it'd be three, you know. Oh man! Oh, man. Yeah, all under how old are they? Under four? Under four, yeah, three under four. Oh man, yeah. that would be that would yeah. be a tough endeavor. Yeah, it would be. Um, yeah. So, um, but the new job's going awesome. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it's, it's going awesome. Um, lot of opportunity to grow and to grow the individuals that report to me mm-hmm. um, you know some of the some of the small things what I consider small tweaks or small introductions stuff mm-hmm. that I've been doing for a while has been game changers for them so um, awesome it's, it's exciting it's exciting to see that see their their light little light bulbs go off at the top of their head you know and say oh that's really cool so that's how I do that. I yeah, like it. Yeah, that's cool. So uh 
I know last time we talked, you were teetering on the edge of um, leaving Alaska. Yeah, okay. yeah, we just jumped off that edge. We just <laughs> we, we we completely. <laughs> but so, what was the? I mean, I get it. I could hear it in your voice. You know, a couple of times we've talked. You're you're like, man, and I think it had a lot to do with you. Um, well, you said it when we just started started this uh, conversation. How is lonely, right? You're always up for. Oh yeah. Is that the biggest driver? That close to family. Yeah, yeah. I've been him and Han for a while because yeah. the the whole point of it when I originally started was to get everything paid off and then get the hell out, right? Right. And once I got everything paid off. I kind of, I, I kind of just floated for another year. Yeah. Like, cause it only took me a year to do that. I, I busted my ass and uh, got that all done. And then uh, after all that, yeah, that I really did. Like I just kind of got into, I, I still was working every day of the week and that kind of slowed down. And so this, this spring and this winter, it was like, all right, when are you going to do it? When are you going to, I really had no plan. I still really have no full blown plan, but um, I love your facial expression there. Like it was just an aha moment. Oh wait, <laughs> I still don't have a plan. <laughs> um, but uh, like I, I, I talked with, uh, you ever talk with Nick Chapman uh -uh. at all with the Jake and Gino community? Super awesome guy. So I, I chatted with him cause they contacted me after I filled out the form. And uh, got talking with them, and then I talked to Josh Joshua Rusin. Rusin, yeah. sorry, Josh, yeah, yeah. if I murdered your name, brother. Um, yeah, I know him. Yeah, uh, and then uh, it just felt right, you know. And yeah. then that same day, it was the Buy Right Boot Camp was this weekend. I'd already had this time scheduled off yeah. for some other things because the way the schedule works is so this coming, so I'm off. If I was to still be working, so I'd be off from yesterday until Sunday and then I'd, I'd have to work four days but I took those four days off so it gave me two weeks off nice so I uh I already had that time scheduled off and I'm like well all right I'll be down there and then the next day I'm like you know what why don't you just move because I talked to Johnny <laughs> yeah <laughs> um down in Utah and what we got going on down there there's enough room for a third wheel I guess and then found out yesterday he's already got my whole schedule already planned out for the next three months, four months of what we're doing. Um, cause I'll be selling sponsorship for yeah. stern dirt. And then apparently I'm going to Vegas to meet with NASCAR, um, to put on a show at the Vegas speedway or whatever they call it down there. So I'm going to be spending a week That's in Vegas nice. with NASCAR individuals Yeah. in August. <laughs> yeah. So, that's pretty yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, so I, I the next day I'm just like, well, okay, you're done. Like I him and haw on a lot of stuff for a while until I'm like, you know what, I'm done. I'm just, and then I'm just, it's just a snap of the finger, uh -huh. kind of switches, flip. So, right, so it's been. What's that? Let me ask you this, um, because I've I'm not necessarily I've never been to Alaska, right? And I've never really him and hawed where I've wanted to move or kind of do, but I will say from a um, uh, career type position. I've always set goals for myself 
Mm-hmm. And then once I hit those goals, kind of like you did, right? You set a goal of, hey, I'm going to work here until I pay everything off. And then uh, once I hit that goal, I'm like, all right, what do I do now? And sometimes it takes me a year, mm-hmm. two years to figure out what that is. And, and oh, look, look who's decided to show up. <laughs> I don't know why the alarm's going off now. Right, I'll figure that out later. Um, it could be my kids like to get my phone. It could be that they rearrange my alarms for me. So, um, but the, uh, and this is how awake I am. That totally just killed my thought process. But now what I'm trying to get at is if I don't set big enough, what I figured out, if I don't set big enough goals, then um, I will spend a lot of time just kind of floating like you described is mm-hmm. kind of, so I guess my question is if you would have set, uh, set bigger goals, would you still be considering? And I don't know the situation in Alaska. I think, you know, you and I've talked a little bit. It's, it's kind of a, it's not something I would enjoy or a, probably mm-hmm. not able to endure for like a year, year and a half. Um, like you have, especially cause you seem to be, um, have a much more outgoing personality than I do. <laughs> so somebody who thrives on that and, and wants that, um, uh, Oh, are you what? there? Oh, oh, sorry, buddy. It, it kind of paused there for a minute. Yeah, yeah. What was All the right. question again? So if you would have sat, sat, set bigger goals for yourself, do you think you would still be happy with the grind with the Alaskan grind? I was never happy with it to begin with because okay. I that's fair l- looking back. I can't, it, it's hard to say I regret coming back, but I wish I would have held my feet to the fire three years ago when everything fell apart back in Montana yeah. and, and tried to come up with something. It, this is just, it's too easy. Mm. It's too easy to come up here and for me, make a boatload of money, you know, make 150,000 a year. That's, so you like a challenge. Money is not the most important thing for you. You just like to be challenged. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a, it, it definitely is a challenge being away, but, but the work itself is, is not challenging. Fulfilling. And it fulfilling 100%. Yeah. Um, challenging, fulfilling, uh, which I still enjoy it. I still enjoy the people I work with. Like I, I still love them to death. It, it does suck because if I, if I had this job down in Montana, I wouldn't leave probably forever type mm. of thing. It, it's a great schedule. Great. Everything. I've, I've spent eight years up here, not yeah. whole, not, not constant eight years, but eight every year since 2011, I'm pretty sure I, I've been up here. And so you, you, you develop a family, Sure. but it's, not easy in the retrospect of work, but I guess I don't know what I mean, but when I say too easy, if if you get what I'm saying, it, it, it's too easy to, you get too comfortable. I get too comfortable. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you, you go from working a lot, getting things done, slamming down debt, whatever like you say. And then all of a sudden that goal is ended. Yeah. And then you're like, shit, now what? Now what? Now, now what? Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and that's something that I didn't take seriously enough after everything was done is going, okay, what's the next step? Well, what's the next, next? step's moving. Yeah. The next step was moving back to Montana, but there was no, there was no goal set behind that. Nothing. 
nothing set as far as, okay, once I pile up X amount of cash, then I'm out. Then it was always, and then you just, and I, I wasn't able to enjoy it up here because if, uh, if I wasn't working, I'd just be chilling at home, doing stuff around here, or I'd be flying. And then I kind of quit doing that because Jess got busy. We weren't able to meet up for a while. And then it, it just turned into a perpetual thing of having five days off at a time with the, when you don't really have anything planned, but you don't want to go enjoy Alaska or spend yeah. money to go enjoy it. You know, like I've kept everything super simple. Like I'm not kidding. I'll have over the course of the last two and a half years, I'll have maybe 10 or 12 priority boxes. I'm mailing back to Montana worth of stuff. Like I haven't, I haven't accumulated anything just because it was, <laughs> yeah. it was always the end goal to get back to Montana. Yeah. Like, Montana or down that direction. Yeah. And looking back, I probably, I, I definitely should have had a different goal after, well, after that, but it's good oh, learning. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't beat yourself up too much over it because you did set out to accomplish what you've accomplished and you've, um, sounds like you have a really good opportunity right mm-hmm. now. And if you would have had different goals, then you know, maybe you wouldn't have this opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I know I'm kind of uh, talking out of both sides of my mouth here. Point being is, is you're going through this transitional period, right? Mm-hmm. Is for you to, everything's exciting, everything's new. Uh, the main thing I'm hearing is you're really excited that you've got a, um, a good opportunity to get out of Alaska on something that you've, you've been excited to do, right? get to meet guys like Flavor Flav, if I'm even saying his name right. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, what I want to challenge you to do is while you're doing this, especially in the next couple of weeks, is really think about that, right? Mm-hmm. Is that this is definitely a new chapter in your life. And, um, you know, what's, what's the end goal if there is one? It's okay mm-hmm. if there's not, right? But I've found that if I don't set goals for myself, Um, especially because I'm doing the same thing right now as I transition into this new job, everything's exciting. Everything's new. I have an idea of where I want to go, but I really haven't set any personal goals for myself. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. what's the, what's the, uh, what's the idea here? Uh, I've told my boss and the guys that I work with that, you know, usually, um, if you look at the history of my resume, I'm usually in a position two to three years and then I'll grow it for one reason or another. I have no idea what that next jump is. Right. Um, but eventually it'll slap me in the face. Hey, this is what you need to do next. And yeah, uh, that is so true. I think it comes, like I say, like I have right now for the next couple of weeks, it's just getting, getting out of there. I've got, I've got two weeks worth of work to do here in about 12 hours. Yeah. 14 hours, to get <laughs> yeah. done, which I work really good under pressure like that. But then it's, it's get down there, go through this buy right boot camp, which I'm super excited for. Um, go spend. And then I'm kind of, I'm gonna, I'm still going to be doing some stuff, but I'm going to switch my brain off for about a week or so yeah. and go spend some time with family. You know, um, I haven't, I haven't been back to see him in probably nine months. So it's going to, we're, we're going to do that. We're going to switch the brain off. Yeah. And then, uh, get down to Utah and then go full bore into there. One of the main other main reasons I'm going, going to Utah specifically, and I don't know if I'll end up staying there for a while. So 
the guy that runs Sternder that owns was part owners in Sternder, Johnny Golo. He, uh, at one time he owned up to like 44 Burger Kings, 45 Burger Kings, I think. Wow. Um, so super good business guy, insane with his systems. And I need to learn that. I don't, I looking back again, you can't really regret decisions, but I honestly regret not going down and spending a lot more time with Johnny and learning his system, just how to become more organized. I'm not an organized individual. I'm a scatterbrain. (laughs) That's all right. No, it's, um, so that, that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. And it's great that you recognize that and see, seeing uh, what you can, um, tap into there. Um, does he still own the Burger Kings or no? No, he started kind of dwindling down to like four because he, him and his dad, they owned a bunch and then kind of started cutting it down after his dad got out of it. Um, and then uh, I think he just, last year he sold the final four. Okay. And so he's kind of at a different chapter in life. Yeah. And I'm ex- like, uh, I-, I was explaining multifamily investing to him. And I'm like, I don't know how you haven't dabbled in this before, Johnny. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do this. And then the thing came up of, because Utah just legalized um, hemp and mar- medical marijuana. Okay. And so he's going to start dabbling in hemp. Okay. Doing some things with that. Cause he's kind of, he doesn't have anything to do other than stirring dirt and <laughs> some other stuff. So he's kind of interested in, in, in exploring some new avenues. Yeah. So I said, perfect. Let's go buy some apartment building. I love it. I love it. You know, one of the things I was talking to some guys yesterday um, about a guy and girl um, that are mutually connected now because both of them have a friend, uh, a mutual friend, who kept hearing them talk about, Hey, I buy mobile home parks. Hey, I buy mobile home parks. And now they are partnered up through that mutual friend and they have, I think they've bought one mobile home park and they've got two more under contract all because Mm -hmm. they were just saying, Hey, I'm doing this. I'm buying real estate. I'm buying mobile home parks. And that guy, their friend had enough insight to say, Hey, you guys should talk. I don't think you know one another, but you guys should talk. Uh, so keep doing that. Cause that definitely sounds like that's opened up a door for you, uh, mm-hmm. with just this one guy. And, uh, it definitely will continue to open up doors for you. It's amazing yeah. that when I started doing it, how many people within, you know, certain rings of my circle that already invested in real estate and they're like, Hey, I do this. I've been doing this for years. Let's chat. Let's no idea. I've known this person for 20 years and never knew that about them. So, mm-hmm. and that oh, it, awesome. it is interesting when you start telling people what you're doing and they're like, Oh yeah, I do that. Or that's something. Call me when you have something. Yeah. I, I'd yeah. be more than happy to look at it or invest or whatever. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is, is why I'm really going to dig my heels in with this Jake and Gino program is I know a lot of people and I, and that, can be leveraged in a good way beneficially for both parties. Yeah. I just need to become more competent in this field. And so it's, it's the next two years of mastering this type of thing, becoming an expert in this field Yeah, to where I can, I can call up friends and be like, Hey, I got this deal coming down the line. Do you want, do you want in on it? Yep. You know, here, here's, here's everything. Very nice. Uh, looking, looking to leverage that. 
Hey, I just looked up. Is it stirrendirtracing.com? Is mm-hmm. that you guys? Okay. Yep. Um, I haven't looked at that before. I'm going to check that out after we chat. <laughs> you're going to have to, you're going to have to bring the family out to Utah sometime or to Vegas. Maybe we can, maybe we can make that one of our stops on our way to Hawaii because, uh, absolutely. <laughs> that would be, a, that'd be amazing. It'd be still, I don't know about traveling that far with three kids under four, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We come to Florida actually though. Okay. All right. Well, that we could we probably do. They help out with a show in Florida in February. So we'll definitely have okay. to link up. Everybody will be a little time. bit older by then. And, and, uh, yep. yeah, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> We're at in Florida. No. Uh, I don't remember. I'll okay. have to. I'll have to look and see. I can um, check it out, but I, I, um, there's a there's a dirt track not far from here, and I was just curious if it was in Pensacola. So, um, yeah, but I'll, it, I'll it's look somewhere it up. Somewhere close to the beach, it's probably fairly close there because Bryce, everybody, you, I. It's Florida, man. Everywhere is close to the beach. Dude, I'm from the <laughs> flatlands of Montana. Come on, like. I think I think the furthest place from the beach in Florida is probably like an hour and a half, maybe. No kidding. Goodness. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was homeschooled and failed geography. So. <laughs> hey, I was public schooled and failed geography. I had to move uh, here to figure that out. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It's it, it's an exciting time because, like I said, like this is, it's there's just a lot of it might blow up in the face. Sorry, I'm mixing some more coffee. You but, are. Uh, <laughs> It might, um, but you know what? I think you and I have talked about this before, is that uh, you're single, you're young. If you're going to mess up, it's time to mess up, right? It's not when oh, you have a family. Yeah, and you've got your roots put down. So this, I, I'm I'm excited for you, man. I, I think uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens, you know. And I've went as far as I've sold all my tools, too. Like, I'm no longer mechanic. Like, wow. I got rid of – I'm leaving Alaska with a couple duffel bags, like say 12, 13 boxes of priority mail headed back down to Montana and we're going to see where it goes. Just because, like I say, like it's, I don't want to say, I don't know. You're burning the ships, man. You're going to land and you're burning the ships. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Um, Just got the car sold yesterday. So I'll buy another car. Everybody's like, well, what are you going to, it's so funny how people get hooked up on those little, like, what are you going to do for, I'll buy another car when I get down there. How hard is that? Well, you got to realize most people are not in the financial situation you are, right? No, that's and, true. And if they have a car, they're probably upside down in it If because mm-hmm. a lot of people will buy brand new. Um, now, my our youngest car is uh, nine years old, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they don't have the means to either pay it off or sell it without bringing money to the table, which most people don't have anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. I read some weird, uh, not weird, but very interesting study where the average American has maybe $400 in their savings account. Yeah. They couldn't cover a $400 emergency. Yeah. It just need am- be. amazes me. Um, it's, I guess I've been blessed with that. Like I, I, I went through some shit prior to this that didn't want to, I didn't want to be that type of an yeah. individual you know because you've been and, there i've been there right so yeah and but it, it's goofier that people stay there right uh, yeah I, I don't i haven't figured that out yet like what what sets you and i apart because we don't want to be there i, I don't know no have you read millionaire fast lane by no. mj demarco 
Mm-mm. super good book. And it actually kind of outlines that mentality. Um, and I'm right. going through, li- listening to that audio book. Shout out to Joshua Rusin for recommending that. But uh, it, it outlines kind of that mentality. And then, because the way this MJ DeMarco explains it is you got what he calls sidewalkers. So the people that are, say, in a small, they, they're overburdened with debt. Never, like you said, they don't have $400 to their name. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're never going to get anywhere. And then you have the slow laners who buy into, um, say, the guru talk of invest in mutual funds, 401ks, all that. Yeah. Get rich slow. And then you have the fast laners who have a different mentality of getting rich quick. And, yeah. and it's super interesting because he said, you can get rich quick. It's not going to be easy. He said, don't mistake easy for quick. He mm. said, you can be financially independent in five years, you know, yeah. type of a thing. It's not going to be easy. And it's cool because it's not telling you exactly what, to, it's not a book of telling you exactly what to do. It's telling you avenues of how, how to get there. And how you can get there. Whatnot. Yeah. It, it's super interesting. But like I say, it's a 12 hour audio book. I'll put it down. So, um, it's uh, I'll knock it out. Twelve hours. That's not. That's not too bad. No, it works really good because I just plug it in, listen to it on the way to work and on the way yeah. home. Yeah, um, that's essentially about two weeks for me driving back mm-hmm. and forth. So. Yep. Um, it's and it's probably a lot faster than I than I read it than I'll read it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so funny. So I've I've started reading um, Jocko Willings. He's got some books for kids. And I've started reading mm-hmm. those to my son and, um, um, we do it a couple of times a week before he goes to bed. But also when my wife takes him to bed, she'll read to him as well. And the other night he told her that, um, she was a better reader than I am. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm slower and I'm like, well, he's got me pinned. I was like, I don't know if I'm upset that, uh, somebody who can't read is calling me out on the speed that I read or how accurate he just is because I am a, I'm a slow reader, especially when I'm, I'm reading him. Uh, it's just funny. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. How are those books? Are they pretty good? They are, uh, they're a little old for him, but he's getting it right. So, mm-hmm. um, it's going through, um, because the the reason because there's it talks about this little kid who's going through all emotions that little kids do right and gets upset but um putting tantrums and then the little kid's got an uncle who kind of sets him in the right direction right mm-hmm. and, and says look here's why here's why you're having that little outburst and acting like a little baby you you need to work on controlling your emotions and at some point in time so this is this is how smart the our four-year-old is he uh halfway through the first book he goes he goes daddy you're like the uncle and i'm like mark mark's the little character in the story and i was like yep i can't believe you picked that up at four years old and halfway through this book cool so he's he's getting it uh and he's paying attention to it you know he's Mm -hmm. and there's there's times what's amazing there's times when um he'll reference the book like we're doing something like trying to swim. Like he's, we've got the pool, we're getting him in the pool. We're trying to teach him how to swim. And he'll, uh, there's a section in the book where the uncle's trying to get a little boy to swim. And he's, he referenced that the other day because, uh, cause I was trying to get him to 
to do a little bit more without his life jacket. And mm-hmm. uh, he referenced that. I was like, man, so he is paying attention. That's awesome. But, but paying attention at how slow I read. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. Um, they say the darndest things, man. They pick up on some interesting stuff, and you're like, "You do, yeah." Um, it would be fun to be back in the, that mindset again, right? Where oh, everything's new, everything. There's no fear. Even even at 18, the mindset is different. I, I yeah. I thought about that a lot because I'd put on a derby. I put on several events when I was 15 up to 18. None of them were insane, but you just figured it out. Now yeah. there's too much him and Han, and, and and I'm speaking to myself on all sure. this. Sure, yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's like I said, there's just too much him and Han. And when I decided to put on a derby, I sat down with the phone book and went, okay, I'm going to need sponsors. Opened up the phone book, started looking through. All right, let's call these people. Like there was no, there there was no. Uh, I guess I don't know how to put it. There, there was no worry about if you got shot down or yeah. anything like that. And then for some yeah. reason that compiles to where now yeah. it's, it, it's an embarrassment if somebody says no or anything like that on yourself or myself. Anyway, you put it in your own head. So it, it would be interesting to get back in that mindset, you know, that young new, everything's new. There's not really a care in the world. Well, everything's about to get pretty new for you. Right. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> and well, that's why I love the 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 comment. Progress is greater than perfection because that helps that helps remind me that even though I um I'm probably gonna get told no or I'm gonna mess up what I'm about to do doesn't matter. You know, I'm I'm just making progress. I'm trying to learn. So uh, I use that. I'm actually gonna try to find um um a way to print that up and put it in my office at work. Is that something mm-hmm. I'm trying to instill in the guys at work? Because, um, you know, got to get rid of being intimidated. Just, just take a step, right? Just, yep. I, I mean, I was talking to to one of the ladies that works for me, and um, you know, one of their challenges is they've got to essentially they've got to make some outbound calls, um, and I forget what the goal was. I think it was like twenty or forty or something like that. Anyway, she looks at me. and She goes, "I don't think I can do 40. And I was like, okay, well, can you do five? She goes, yeah, I can do five. I said, do five tomorrow. See how it goes. She ended up doing like 10, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and, or some, something along those lines. She had a very successful day at it. And I said, okay, the goal is to get to 40, right? You've done 10. You know you can do 10. That's easy. Now let's do 12 or let's do 15. So it's it's one of those things where, and I've, I've done this when, I'm, when I've actually blogged. I've kind of taken a break from blogging. Um, where I, I used to have a goal to write 300 words a day, never mm-hmm. did it. I would look at that piece on my checklist and I'm like, I don't have time to write 300 words a day. There's no way I can do it. I'm not going to do it. You know, yep. I changed that to write a hundred words a day. Hey everybody. So I want to take a break from the action real quick to introduce you to one of the new affiliates of the show, Everly Well. You can find out more about them at w2capless.com slash affiliates. And that is with an S on the end of affiliates, but Everly Well has 25 plus uh, or so home health test systems. And the way I was introduced to them 
was through uh, their food sensitivity test. So uh, this is not a food allergy test, but a food sensitivity test, which I understand it's the way that your gastro system processes certain foods and how it reacts to that. So for about the last five years, I've been battling acid reflux, GERD. I've got a second opinion from a general physician. I've got a third from a gastro specialist, which included an upper endoscopy, which if you've had one of those before, you know what kind of a fun process that is. But, um, and they all agreed, Hey, you've got GERD, you've got acid reflux, let's subscribe you to this, uh, medicine, but the medicine didn't always work. So I knew something that was a swap. Well, through the grace of technology and Google, I was uh, stumbled upon, um, Everly well and their home health food sensitivity test. Uh, it takes them about five weeks to process the test once you get, get it back to them. But what that showed me or revealed to me that I actually have a gluten food sensitivity. And since discovering this, I've done a really good job of transforming my diet and being in gluten uh, aware. Uh, I still feel weird asking for, hey, is this a gluten-free or do you have gluten-free uh, items on your menu when we go out to eat? But what I can tell you is that after about a month of, of Watching my diet and staying away from this food sensitivity that I now discovered I have through Everly Well, I'm no longer taking or need to take my acid reflux medicine. And I'm also sleeping better at night, which my wife is going to joke that is there any way possible I could sleep better at night? But yes. And being a W2 capitalist, you want to get that full seven to eight hours of sleep at night so you can feel refreshed and ready to go to not only tackle your investment activities, but also to be great at your W-2. So check them out. Check out Everly Well and all of our affiliates at w2capitalist.com slash affiliates. Now let's get back to it. Nailed it every time uh, that I did it. But what turned out is what I figured out is when writing 100 words, then my brain is engaged in writing and I would end up writing four or 500 words per day. Mm-hmm. So it's just about setting realistic goals, right? Or non-intimidating goals, part of it. And I forget where I was going with that, but I think it makes no, that's a good true. story. I people, <laughs> well, it does. And, and, and you know, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're, we're in an era of it's too easy to consume. Okay, so let's, let's take, uh, I don't know if you listened to that David Goggins book. Yes, I did. What, yeah. Super good book really inspires people and they want to become hard and do all these hard things. Right. Yeah. Well, they don't realize is it took how many years, 10, 15 years yeah. for him to, to become that We're, we're it, It's too easy for us to pick up a book and be like, Oh my gosh, this dude did it. He just woke up one day and he became the, no, that's not it no, at all. Not at all. <laughs> I, I, I think we have like a huge disconnect of time when we're reading these say success stories or these books of people yeah, because you can't really you can't put it into someone's head and make them realize how long that kind of thing takes. You're gonna stumble. You're gonna fall. You're not gonna be able to do this overnight. You're not gonna read this book and then wake up and be able to take a five minute cold shower every single day, or get up yeah. and run every day, all day, or even every day. Yeah, it's the 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 coolest book I've read yet is Atomic Habits. I can't remember who that's by. I keep hearing about that one. Um, I need to add that to my list as well. Super interesting. And it explains, because I like to know why, like, why can't, why am I not doing that? Yeah. And it's at, there's actually a scientific reason behind that. And, and and you can use it as a cop-out. Absolutely. Sure. 
Sure. But, but if you pick that book up, are you, are you looking for cop-outs or are you looking to understand why you're yeah. doing it to, to improve it? Right. I would think that, that's me and becoming more organized and being more intentional with your time. Like one of the things that really stood out to me that I actually started doing was keeping, say, just keeping every, every room in your house clean, organized or whatnot. I'm like jeepers. Cause I, I do that. I'll let it go until it's too bad. And then you, you have to spend six hours cleaning your house. Right. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things is it was in the book and I started doing it and it's kind of interesting is cleaning your toilet while you're waiting on the shower to warm up. Yeah. Right. Like just simple things like that. And you just get in the habit of it's not, it's how many times you can do it. You yeah. Know? Um, I was talking with a guy at work cause I got, well, used to go to the gym quite a bit, kind of faded off here the last month and a half, <laughs> but, uh, he, uh, he was like, well, I'm going to start going, you know, and, and doing this. And I said, Dan, like, hold off a minute. I said, I'm not a life coach. I'm nothing like that. But I said, honestly, start out going 10 minutes every day. That's it. Just get yep. in the habit of not missing 10 minutes. I said, even five minutes. One of the reasons why I was, as I read it in that book is one of the guys was, there was a guy that he knew that lost a hundred pounds off of going to the gym for five minutes. Now he, he didn't stop at five minutes eventually. Right. But, and he, he started the, he, he had a process, right? Yeah. He, yeah. Not, not that there was a, there was a goal behind everything, but he, he worked on his process of going to the gym every day. He would set his alarm for five minutes as soon as he walked in the door. And as soon as five minutes was up, he was done. He left Yeah. every single day. And then soon five minutes more than likely turns into 10, 15, 20, um, and just like you say, the, the, the hundred words, right. That hundred yep. words all of a sudden turns into 500 words, a thousand words. Once you, once you start writing and I'm not a writer, once you start, and I even fall into this, once you start writing, it's sometimes hard to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you realize you've got your creative momentum going. You don't want to, mm-hmm. you don't want to kill it. It's kind of goes back to the old saying is how do you eat an elephant? Right. Yep. Um, I still haven't figured that one out. I wonder what an elephant I, tastes I wonder, like. I, I don't know. I've got some people that have hunted them. I'll have to ask. Because <laughs> that, that would be a lot of good. freaking meat, man. <laughs> well, over there, when they do kill an elephant, the, the local tribes love it because they donate yeah. all the meat, you know? That's man. it. I hope Mama Jerry doesn't hear that. She would skin me alive. She loves <laughs> elephants. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, man, I, I love catching up with you, but I got to get going here. Um, okay, brother. Uh, you've got a lot going on, obviously, for the next little bit. Let's not uh, let, let's not let it be over a month for for I chat with you again. I love to catch up with you. All right, absolutely. I mean, I'll be excited, Justin. Yeah. Talk to you more, buddy. Yeah. So, uh, so you're headed to Atlanta this weekend. Next week's in yep. Texas. Uh, the week after that, you're in home in Montana, and then you're off to Utah. Is that right? Yep. Utah right. the 5th or 6th of July, 6th or 7th of July. And then we just go full bowl from there and see what happens. Nice. <laughs> I love the look in your face. It's like, I really don't know what's next, but it's yeah, awesome. Exactly. Right. We'll just, we're, we'll, we'll just keep rolling with it. We yeah. got a little, we got a little cush fund and I'll be staying with Johnny and Jerry. So yeah. They're having life by the horns, man. I, I love it. Making things happen. It's awesome. Either that or being trampled by it. One of the two. We'll I, I kind of feel like you're one of those guys that you're not going to let be trampled by. And if you had to, you'd move back to Alaska, buy all your tools, probably buy your car back and make it happen. 
But yeah, you're yeah, gonna do, you have to. But you're going to do everything in your power to to not let that happen. Right? Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to seeing where you go next. All right. Buddy, how that, I know where you're going next. Looking forward to seeing how things progress with you. So 100%, brother. Great catching up with you, man. Travel safe, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Jake. All right, buddy. See you. Bye. Thank you.